Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till uh, 1030 today. It's shortened show because the uh, women are starting the, uh, their march to their next championship. Um, on uh, WTIC, so stick around here, and we're gonna—they're gonna be uh, the pregame, I guess, is at ten thirty. So uh, stick around; they're gonna take on St. Francis. Uh, good luck to St. Francis. <laughs> they're gonna have a truck running over them, and that's fine with us. Uh, but uh, should be a fun, fun little game there. Let's go on to your calls. We're gonna go to Paul in Springfield. Hey, Paul. Hi. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, my problem is, is that I have a neck gear. Yep. And I lost my password. So I got online to the Netgear website. Yes, sir. They said a technician is going to contact me. They asked me to put my phone number in. Uh huh. This happened twice. The, the guy calls me and he's got a weird accent. Okay. But then he asks for the t- you know, to get into my computer, mobile, you know, log into it. Mm-hmm. And he never fixes my problem. All he comes up with is saying, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, your computer's at risk, and this and that. Weird. Yes. Why? I mean, this is twice with Netgear. Is there another router that you would suggest besides Netgear? Oh, there's tons of them out there. Uh, we've recommended Linksys in the past, Cisco Linksys. Um, what's mostly, what has to happen with you, Paul, if you forgot your password to your, your router firewall is you have to default it and it's not hard to default a router. So if you go out and Google the, the make and model, you know, it's a Netgear, that's the make. And if you know the model of your router, you'll find the manual for that router. And if you look as to how to default it, it'll bring it back to its factory setting and the factory password is a default password. You're going to log in as like admin and the password could be blank. You're going to have a blank admin and the password could be password. Who knows what it is, but the manual will tell you. Could be admin, 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 password, or admin, pa- blank, no right. password. Yeah. And so it's really a simple thing to fix. So I'm surprised they g- had such a hard time helping you. Um, I don't even know why they would talk about your vulnerabilities in your PC. That kind of makes me wonder about them as well. But uh, you, you should easily default your password, then then follow the manual as to how to set it back up again. You know, okay. putting using OpenDNS as your DNS settings. If you're going to do that, you may as well do it while you're in there. Yeah. And uh, so any any brand, and just so you know, this can happen to any anybody. You can forget your password no matter what brand you use. Um, and this is that simple to change. You know, anybody can do it anywhere. So if you have physical access to the router, you just follow the instructions as to how to default it, 
and there's usually a little pin. You're going to push a little button inside the router. Button, yeah. You hold the button in and unplug it, and then plug it back in. And it's wait brown. so many seconds, and then release the button, and then it, that usually will default it. And, and then you got to reset version. it up to whatever you were doing. Right, and again, following the instructions. Right. That, okay. That's what we'd have to do too. We'd have to read the manual on each model to know what steps to take. Okay. Alrighty. All right, Paul. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Bye bye. And make sure, guys, you change that password because the bad guys can get to you if they know your password is still the default password. Do not leave the default password on your firewall. Also, make sure you set the firewall to update itself for its uh, updates, its security updates, its automatic bias updates. updates. Set it to automatically update because there's plenty of vulnerabilities in these firewalls. So uh, make sure they're automatically updating. Make sure you write down your password. If you don't remember it, take a piece of tape and stick it to the top. No one in your family cares what your password is unless you're trying to control your, your kids' access to the Internet. And then in that case, you don't want to give your password out to your kids because then they'll hack you. <laughs> so they can go ahead. What I say this, I say this because you can actually set your firewall to turn off Internet at 10 o'clock so your kids actually go to bed, right? And they're not online uh, or whatever, whatever time you want to set your system to do that. Most, most Internet uh, routers these days offer that type of technology. It's not hard to do. Uh, so if you want to make sure your, fi- your firewall is secure and you don't have your kids hacking you, <laughs> don't put the password on your firewall that they could see. But do set the password. Let's go to Bob in Windsor Locks. Hey, Bob, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Doing fine. Um, a few weeks ago, I don't know if it was you or your, your partner, they, um, you suggested, I know you can't say recommend, a laptop, an HP with certain model number because uh, my desktop's like five to six years old and my mm. laptop's four or five years old and starting to – to die, and I figured I'd just buy one mm-hmm. and get um, the, the hub or, or the docking station, whatever you call it. Okay, sure. And I, the H, you, you recommended an HP laptop and mm-hmm. or suggested an HP laptop. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't get a chance to write down the model or nothing because I was on the road. Okay. Oh, uh, gosh, it depends on what we were talking about. I mean, I would have recommended – I like my uh, Elite X2 brand of uh, – it's basically a tablet – Slash laptop. Right, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and so take a look at it. There's a Gen 2 version of it out there. I've enjoyed my Gen 1 for a long time. And uh, you plug it into a docking station. I can attach additional uh, full-size monitors to it. It's very powerful, very lightweight. Uh, you know, it's, it's got a small hard drive. It's solid-state hard drive. But because I use a server-based environment in my work, uh, I don't need a lot of storage capacity for my hard drive. You can always add external drives if you need more capacity, Bob. I don't know what you're going to be using it for exactly. Right. Well, I I run a small business, but mm. um, well, what, what it's not a dock station. What, what's the word you used? It's basically a port replicator. Replicator. That's it. It's going to plug into your the uh, USB C uh, on your device, and it's going to give you vi- video for dual monitors at least. It'll give you your internet connections. Um, there have been some minor issues with the port replicators. They run pretty warm. Um, and some every now and again they will disconnect or drop. It's a little annoying, right? Um, but that's kind of the nature because you're not nicely docked into a system where it's got those pegs that stick up and it connects so solidly. This is literally a cable sticking out the middle portion of the uh, device, so the cable weight could slightly but move that connection every now and again. Your your use of the of the keyboard could slightly move it and jiggle it. So every now and again it's a little bit of a pain I've noticed, but. That's minor compared to all the great benefits of the device. Right. Now, um, how about, um, like, if you have a couple monitors, you can use that with the with the cover closed. 
or How open. How do you prevent the, the laptop from shutting down? Are you going to go into the settings and change all that? Yeah, I, I run it open. So I basically okay. have two full-size monitors and then my monitor on the laptop running all day. Oh, okay. And you just set it to never go into sleep if you want to leave them all live. Oh, okay. And the oh. keyboard's a very nice keyboard. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All righty. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, I like the Elite X2. It's a good good approach. We're going to be here till uh, around 1030. Uh, a couple lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about, even that Elite X2, was posted at computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G. posts them live for you. So if you forget anything while you're driving, just go out to the name of the show, computertalkwithtab.com, the old-fashioned website. If you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, these same articles and, and things we've talked about will go into your news feed if Mark Zuckerberg deems it worthy. And yes, if you're on Twitter, right with the, with the president, you can follow us right at Tab Computer Sys on Twitter, and they'll go right to your news feed there. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until around 1030, and then the women are going to do uh, all sorts of damage on the uh, their, their uh, opponents. I would hate to have to go up against the UConn women, uh, but uh, that's why we love them. Well, they're just going to take their opponents to school, that's all. There you go, exactly. Let's go to your calls, and uh, everything, again, we talked about has been posted on Computer Talk. Let's go to Nagatuck and John. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, guys, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, I love your show. Uh, every single time I listen to it, I learn something new. Great. <laughs> or or is that because I don't know that much? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's uh, we appreciate whatever whatever we're doing out there. We're happy to do it. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, yeah, you know, I just had a generalized question from your experience and everything. You know, I've got two uh, laptops, uh, my old uh, uh, desktop, uh, you know, pit to desk. Yeah. But uh, I've got a um, two-year-old uh, small Dell laptop, like a mini laptop. Okay. And and uh, I have uh, a Toshiba that's about four years old. Mm-hmm. And my question is this: you know, uh, just from your experience, you know, um, generally speaking, what is the usual uh, useful life for a computer before you have to buy a new one? Well, it depends on what you started with. So, if you started with an i3 processor, I would tell you the useful life is well, when you take it out of the box, you can put it back in the box. There's wow. no no useful life on an i3, as far as I'm concerned. Um, if it's an i5 or an i7 with enough RAM, um, maybe 4 gigs to 8 gigs of RAM, you should get, let's say, four years out of a mobile device because you're going to beat it up by banging it around, moving it around. Um, so if you get four years out of a, a mobile device like a laptop, you've done well. Uh, PCs, if, again, if they're sized properly, the machines that we build for our customers, we are hoping they're going to get at least six years or more out of the machines we're building. Again, we're not going to use those low-end processors and, and, and the things that, again, shorten their lives and usefulness because they're lower-end. Um, you kind of get what you pay for. Right. So if you stick with an i5 or better, you, you get a solid-state hard drive, uh, 8 gigs of RAM, you should have that machine for at least four years if it's a laptop. Uh, maybe even more if you, if you treat it nice. Right. Um, I, I guess also uh, it's, uh, you know, it isn't planned obsolescence. I know that because, you know what, it's just how fast technology uh, is changing, you know. It, it is kind of planned obsolescence, though, when they sell those low-end systems. Uh, I contend oh, really? they do that on purpose. They find a price point that folks will say, I get a laptop for 300 bucks. And then, of course, they think the rest of us are ding-dongs for spending a 1000 yeah. um, But we're not. 
Um, now, in the case of I've already had the arguments as far as how what Apple does, that's a little different, you know. And they actually slow the device down on purpose because the battery is getting old. That is planned obsolescence. That is abusing your customer base. Uh, but a three hundred dollar laptop is not the same as a thousand dollar laptop. Oh no, they're just Absolutely laptops. Yeah. Well, and the co- the components are not as as uh, beefy. They're just uh, if the, if they last. You know, it's like going to Vegas and you're throwing the dice. If, you know, if they last a long time, great. But if they die in six months... Or they're poor performers. If you have to keep waiting and things are spinning because they're low end, yeah, then you, what do you that's got? Something, that's so, happening to my Toshiba, the four-year-old uh, model. Yeah. It's starting to spin a lot. I, I wondered if, uh, you know, did I pick up any, uh, you know... Any, malware? Uh, malware. You or, might. You know, I've got to check it out. I mean, I, I, uh, I've got... Uh, Norton on it, and mm. uh, and so I don't know. Norton's man, I'm kind of getting sick of Norton. Uh, yeah, I would try to. I would tell you to just uh, uninstall Norton, use the free antivirus that comes with Windows, and run malware bytes to see if you have anything. Okay, I will do so. All right, John. Thanks, and a good talking to you guys. You too. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye bye. Let's go on to Mark in Hartford next. Mark, what's going on? Mark, you there? Uh oh, he's listening on the air there. Seven seconds behind me. Hey, Mark, you there? Pick up. Mark, going once. Oh, boy. Hey, Mark, you there? Uh, Mark, going twice? Come on, buddy. Uh, Mark, come on. Pick up. There you are. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? You're a little behind. You're listening uh, listening to us, so we're we're calling your name a few times. What can we do for you? Um, How do you... um, uh, How do I change your password? On what? On my email. You would go to the email provider, whoever's hosting your email. Uh, do you know who that is? Yep. All right. Um, you go and log in, and they should have right within their site, they should tell you how to change their password. So if it's Comcast or Cox or Google or Gmail, you should be able to just follow the instructions on how to change the password within each I mailbox. Tried that. I, the, um, they weren't on there. The instructions weren't on there as to how to change no, your password? they weren't on there. Who's your uh, mail provider? Uh, Gmail. Oh, my gosh. We'll put a link up there for you as far as how to change Gmail password. What's your password now? <laughs> ah, I'm going to get somebody someday. Uh, <laughs> Good try. Good show. Good show. Uh, yeah, so we'll put a link up there how to change your password, Mark. Um, there should be, it should be very simple and very apparent. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I've got a link here. How to change your Gmail password in a few quick steps. Yeah. We'll put it on Computer Talk for you, Mark. And, okay, uh, I'm tr- I have trouble getting on your site. It's so c- it's 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 computertalkwithtab.com. That's the name of the show. dot com, and then you'll see the the links for today will be right there in front of you, and then links from computertalkwithtab.com. Yep. Okay. All spelled out, <coughs> and uh, right there in the front of that page, there, right there on the on the main page itself, you'll see today's links, and then you'll see a link to archive links for past shows. But it'll be there for you, Mark, I promise. Okay, sir. Have a great day. You got Thank it. You. All right, bye-bye. And it is good to change your password, especially if you haven't done it in a while and it's a very simple one. You want to make that one complicated password. Um, and don't use the same password for everything you guys use out there. Don't use that same password for your LinkedIn. Don't use the same password for your Facebook. Don't lose, use the same password for any of the stuff that's out there because once they're hacked, which they will be, uh, the bad guys are going to say, oh, Mark's password on Gmail is this. I wonder if he used it here. Oh, he did. Oh, I'm in. I wonder if he used it there. Oh, sure enough, there it is. I'm in again. Um, the bad guys are sitting out there in the third world with nothing to do but that. 
So make it hard for him. Let's go to Mike in Newington. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have a password problem also. All right. I have a, a laptop that's a le- less than a year old that I haven't used in four months. Okay. And uh, for some reason, I forgot to write down my password. So you forget you, you're locked out of your machine, huh? I'm locked out of my machine. Now, locked I out went of paradise. Online, yep. And it talked about using an e- USB uh but but the instructions were confusing. I, I, I could not create a new password. Um, well, how, how can I do that? Well, in order to use the USB thing, you have to set that to, to be able to save your password when you know your password. Right. So okay. that, that After useless. you've forgotten your password, it's too late. It's too late to set that up. So what's the easiest way to do a password? I mean, do you have any data on there, Mike, you care about? Actually, I do. Um, <laughs> is it backed up? Yes, it is. Oh, good. All right. So worst case, you've got your data. Worst case, you could factory default it. The other thing is, uh, is, it, is this a laptop? Thing. Yeah. Okay. I assume it's a laptop, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. You could take it into your local store or something like that and ask them if they can reset your Windows Recover password. your password. They're going to use a tool to try to do a password recovery. Okay, so go to go to some place like uh, a Staples or mm-hmm. Geek Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So those guys should have the tools to do it, or you can just default it, knowing you're going to lose your data, but bring it back to factory fresh, and uh, do a recovery that way. But either way, they should be you should they should be able to help you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. You got it, Mike. Bye. Yeah, those little tools, those USB recovery tools, you have to pre-configure. So you're all set to go when and if you forget your password. <laughs> That's like most people get a new computer or a new uh, laptop. And as soon as they turn it on, you know, they get it configured and they right. logged in and go, right. oh, this is so wonderful. And, and then all of a sudden this thing comes up. Do you want to, uh, do you want to create your recovery disks now? No, I want to use my computer. Go away. Well, they're only going to ask you that once. Yeah, it's not a good. You got to put that stuff in place, guys, so that you're ready to rock and roll when and if you forget your password. Um, so everything we talked about today will be posted out, out at computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G is working feverishly to post everything we talked about. Of course, you can get all the shows on our podcasts. Uh, go ahead to Computer Talk with Tab. If you missed a show, the podcasts are there from past shows. And uh, we have a lot of subscribers out there listening to the program uh, all over the country, which is great. We thank you guys for doing that. And uh, it's all there for you uh, over at computertalkwithtab.com. Obviously, you can get it from WTIC.com as well. And if you like us on Facebook, Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, we'll put links out there that will also get into your news feed. But if there's anything during the week that occurs, anything security-wise that we want to let our, our folks and our clients know uh, about, we'll put it out there on a regular basis right there at uh, Facebook. And, of course, we'll tweet it to you as well if you're on Twitter. I don't know. I haven't really figured out Twitter. i got no time for Twitter. How about you? Do you use Twitter at all? No, I don't Twitter. I don't Facebook. <laughs> I don't know what the other website. other stuff is. You don't Instagram. You don't. You don't know any of that stuff, huh? Yeah. Snapchat. I mean, you, you know what? I, I like to actually be out doing something. I mean, I, I work on computers all day. I know, I know. You know, I don't want to go home. It's like going home to work. I hear you. Well, my kids use Snapchat. Do you use Snapchat? Matt? I can't even figure out Snapchat. My my son was sitting there checking boxes for streaks. What the heck's a streak? I mean, he wasn't even looking at the actual information on it. He was just checking a box to say, this, to continue the streak. I'm like, what are you doing? 
I mean, he's got check, 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 check. All he was doing was hitting a checkbox. I'm like, this is this is the future of computing. This is the youths of America now using technology. And all he's checking a box to keep a streak going. Do you get anything for your streak, Matt? Do you get anything? Do you don't even know what a streak is? No. You know, no, yeah, Matt doesn't even know what a streak is, and he's a youngster. But what the heck's a streak? Uh, I don't have any idea what Snapchat's all about, but... Except they do have a cool FaceTime. You can actually kind of a FaceTime technology within Snapchat so that you can be more compatible across all sorts of different devices. Uh, What could go wrong with that? Uh, (laughs) I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Stick around. The UConn women are going to crush. I'm just kidding. They're going to take on uh, St. Francis. Good luck up at Gamble. And uh, March Madness starts for the women today. We'll see you. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.